We are I. What a day yesterday, man. For Friday, it was one of those days for sure that kind of felt like what people say a Monday is supposed to feel like. Now, yesterday was the day that we were supposed to kick off, you know, this program that I've been essentially working on for six years minus all the COVID years because it put a a huge um, kind of kibosh in that program. But yesterday was the day that was supposed to officially kick off and in schools and working at their first school and, you know, this, all the work for it has been, you know, coming over the last like few months, you know, but, you know, it really has come down to Wednesday, Thursday, you know, and then essentially it was supposed to be the lead up to yesterday, you know, between getting 350 duotangs and, you know, printing off 350 sheets times eight three-hole punching every single one of those bad boys, collating them, sticking them in the duotangs. Yes, I had a little bit of help. It was great. The design team was great. The actual labor team was great. You know, we produced this video, which turned out to be amazing. The website got redone. You know, the YouTube channel got up. A lot of the stuff got left to the 11th hour, but it still got done, which was nice. You know, we... Went downtown and went to the produce terminal, picked up 336 three-pound bags of apples, went to Heppel's Potato Corp and picked up 350 five-pound bags of potatoes, you know, rented the truck to be able to do so, took the time out of the day to be able to get it all done. The whole program had the whole, you know, seminar, the, you know, what, six 20-minute seminars that we're going to run throughout the day, never mind handing out the produce to all the families. It's going to be a great day. Then on Wednesday when they close schools because it snows out here in BC. Like, okay, they won't close it on Thursday though because it's not supposed to snow. Then when schools close on Thursday. But you still have to forge ahead because everything's going to happen on Friday and you can't gamble that it's not going to. You got to be prepared. You got to be able to pull the trigger if the trigger needs to be pulled. So you get all this stuff done because it's like we're going full full tilt, full steam ahead. You know, you're talking with your counterparts at the school district and at the specific school that you're going in and everybody's optimistic. Hey, we're going to do this. But what if, what if school get canceled on Friday too? What do we do? It's like, let's figure that out in real time. It's all we can do because we can't, we can't plan for hypotheticals because what does that hypothetical actually look like? So, okay. The one thing about school closures here is you know, they always sandbag parents and at about 6.30 in the morning, they'll send an email saying the schools are closed. And they'll just do it daily. You know, even if schools are closed for a week, they'll do it daily. So you never really know. So how do you really prepare? This is one of the problems with this. So if we knew, we could have prepared, but you don't. You have to be agile in the mind. You know, so I wake up extra early yesterday, get up at three o'clock in the morning. I still want to get my morning routine in, except for the podcast, but I wanted to be able to, you know, get some cardio in. You know, I wanted to be able to sit in the sauna, the ice bath, set my mind right, set myself up for success, do the things that I know they're important. They make me feel whole. 
And on the way to the farm in the morning, it's a young man and his girlfriend, wife, or sister kind of drove off the road a little bit, high-centered in the snow, trying to dig themselves out with this snow brush. And I'm like, I could keep driving because I have these things I want to do before this big day. But no, no, I can't. I can't be one of those people, not, not just to be able to help them, but I need to be helped. I need to be able to put those situations out there where that if those things then happen to me, I'm putting that out to the world. Putting it out there because I need to get it back. I know I do. I've been in lots of situations where I need to receive, so I have to give. It's my duty and my obligation, so I stop. So I try, I dig, I dig while these two people watch me. We try to rock this car back and forth for about 15 minutes. You know, another couple stops, gentleman and his wife or his girlfriend or colleague. And like two seconds later, between all, all four of us and one driver, now we push that car out. Super easy. It was awesome. It's great. We all move on. And now I don't have time to be able to do the cardio that I wanted to do. I had to sacrifice the cardio, the sauna, or the ice bath. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sauna, I'm going to ice bath because I can go to a different gym later and work out or do cardio if I want to. But I can't necessarily, you know, hit up the sauna or the ice bath. I could technically, but it's easier for me to get this stuff done now. So, okay. So I fire up the sauna, get it nice and warm. You know, the wood collected inside the sauna start to dry out a little bit from it sitting in the snow, chip away at the ice bath, get it all prepared. 6.30 rolls around. We get that cancellation notice. Schools are closed. So immediately text the principal of the school like, hey, I'm up. Just got the email. Let me know when you're up. And he immediately calls. So we talked this through and we get it all straightened out that we're going to drop the produce off at the school. It's going to sit there during the weekend. The temperature shouldn't affect it too much. We're going to drop the truck off. You know, I'm going to film this video that the teachers on Monday then can play in the class. We can drop off the worksheets and the booklets and they can you know, work through it on their own in the classroom. We can still show up on Monday. We can hand out this produce to all the families. Be nimble. Within 10 minutes, we have the whole situation rectified to be able to move on. So now I got that time back, I could have done the cardio. But now I got a full sweat. I'm like 45 minutes into the sauna. Got a full sweat going. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then I book a meeting that I had to cancel because of this event. Put it back on. Okay, that's good. Got that accomplished. Have to go pick up the truck because I had to leave it at a friend's house because it had to be plugged in. I had to have a heater plugged in, put in the back of the box truck because we couldn't let the potatoes get too cold because it changes the starches to sugars and changes the flavor profile and the longevity, the life longevity of the potatoes. Go pick up the truck. Go grab some help. Go down to the school. Unload all the produce. Meet the principal down there since the schools are closed. You know, we're talking. He sits there and he said, you know, Blake, <clears throat> I was talking to somebody the other day. He's like, the one thing that I appreciate about you is that if you see a problem, you just immediately go into fix-it mode. You know, this is that embarrassing part of my day when if somebody gives me a compliment, it's, 
don't really know how to receive that. I know some people do, but it's just an awkward moment for me. But the one thing that I took away in that moment is that that's really how I want to see myself. That's how when when I think of myself, you know, behind the cloak of me, like that's really how I want to be. That's what I want to do is to be able to help fix and solve problems. So to be able to see that I'm actually reflecting that out where somebody's seen that and then they are communicating that to another individual, like this actually means a lot to me. This really means a lot. It was a moment in my life where I could feel like I was being authentic. It didn't really matter now what was going on around me or what the day's going to look like or the lateral moves that we had to make for all this. It does All this doesn't matter. Because I just felt very authentic to who I feel like I want to be. And the actual energy, image, everything that I'm putting out in life. And those moments are rare. Those moments are are precious because the thing is, it may not be that you're not putting that out there, but it takes somebody else to be able to see it that you don't really know, that you know, but you don't really know to say, hey, I not only did I see this, I communicated this to somebody else. That was nice. And I think that's the rare part of life. Where when you're talking to somebody and you can tell they're being authentic about something that makes you feel like you're living your life authentically. And that's the moment I just wanted to relish in for the moment. I rode that high for the rest of the day. And I was like, hey, I'm like, this actually feels really good. This is a space where I can operate where I feel good. Like you don't have, you know, in an environment where you're feeling unsure about what you're doing, where you're doing it, how you're doing it. Not that you're not confident, not that you don't have ability, not that you're not being authentic. It's just that moment when you can connect with a feeling you're having inside and you seemingly seem to be exuding that for somebody else to be able to pick up on in such an impactful way that they then they then communicate that to somebody else. I think those are those feel-good moments in life that we all need. So I know I kind of, I got there in a convoluted way. But on this Saturday morning, I got up at 3.15 because, not necessarily by choice, but more, I just wasn't tired anymore. The body was just ready to go. And I laid there for about 15 minutes, which is very unusual for me because as soon as I get up, I, I, I want to get up. And my oldest daughter asked me the other day, she's like, you know, when you're laying in bed and you're nice and cozy, you know, you just don't want to get out of bed. Like, how do you do it, dad? And I just said to her, I was like, you know what? I don't even give myself the opportunity to think about it. I just get up. I don't even want to stew and marinate in that opportunity. I just need, like, I have shit to do. I have life to live. I have experiences to live. I just get up. She said, okay. I could tell that I could tell that she knew that I was being honest. Because the way she replied felt honest back. Which was nice. Which was really nice. So I lost my train of thought now what I was going for when on that little story, but 
It just, on this Saturday morning, this is how I want to go into my weekend. It's just feeling like I'm just, I'm doing the best by way of me. Because when I do that, I know, I know that I'm walking through life in a very authentic way that other people will pick up on around me. And I really, truly, firmly want to believe that that just makes life easier for all of us. For every person that I come in contact with, and if all those people are living that same way, like I think like this is where harmony lies. Which I think that we all need a little bit of harmony in our own lives, but then harmony amongst the people that we walk around because it's easy to bitch and complain about what everybody's doing because it's not the way that you would do it. But everybody's not you. Everybody's not me. So... Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Dark and early right now, but I got shit to do. I got life to live, and I'm going to go live it right now.